Leadership Podcast with Deanna Schroes, where strong leaders become even stronger. Please welcome your host, Judy Cottignola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stronger Leadership Podcast with Deanna Schroes. I'm your host, Judy Cottignola, and this morning we're going to talk about five ways to guard against becoming a spiritually abusive leader. Now, I don't believe any leader thinks they will slide into spiritual abuse. And frankly, I don't believe anyone who is a spiritual abuser would characterize themselves as one. But it is easier to become spiritually abusive than one might think. And today we want to be a help to people as a preventative measure to know what to look for. We can't cover everything in one episode, but today we're going to choose five things to focus on to watch out that you don't fall into spiritual abuse so good morning deanna good morning judy we're going to dive right into the deep end of the pool on this one so what's the first thing we need to do to avoid becoming a spiritually abusive leader the first thing would be to speak truth in the right context and in the right spirit that's good leaders can very easily spin things to their own advantage oh yes to make themselves look good and others look bad we can even use the there are things you don't know, things we can't share, response to other people about other people. And sometimes it makes things look worse about them than it really is. True. Truthfully, there's a lot of things everyone doesn't know. There are things we don't know about everybody out there. You could pick anybody. So as leaders, we need to be committed to integrity. We need to be committed to truth in all things. And how we communicate that truth is really important. So I may be losing some people this this morning and they might think, what in the world does she mean? Let me give you an example that always gets a laugh when I share it, but I've actually known spiritually abusive leaders who do stuff like this. Let's say I was a spiritually abusive leader who had a problem with you, Judy, and I wanted to make you look bad. This could range from the outrageous to the subtle. Let's just say I wanted to say something outrageous about you that's really true, but it's going to make you look bad. I could make a crazy but true statement to other people like, you know, today was a great day at the office. Judy was sober. <laughs> now, you come in here every day sober, but I don't disclose that part. In fact, you've never not been sober. But this could lead people to believe something of you that's not true at all. Let's say I did something less outrageous, more subtle, but I still wanted to make you look bad. I could say, I arrived at the office today and Judy was there. It's always a good day when Judy happens to be on time. Mm -hmm. So... You're on time as a general rule, but I left that out and I made a statement that made you look bad. You know, leaders do this kind of stuff when they're yes. spiritually abusive and they want to turn people against you. Right. I'm pretty sure we've both been, you know, yes. a target of that at times, yes. you know, throughout our life, throughout our leadership lifetime. So abusive leaders can spin things in big ways or small ways to their own advantage, making the other person look inept, incompetent or irresponsible. And abusive leaders sometimes make veiled statements to make the other person look bad. The stuff like, well, I, I, I can't tell you, you know, some things we just can't share. Right. And they try, underline the word try, because I believe God, God will not be mocked. And I believe he will vindicate the righteous. But they try to harm other people's opportunities, their career, their ministry, and the doors that are open to them. So spiritually abusive leaders go from these smaller, more subtle things to eventually lying without a problem. They don't even have a conscience to feel bad about it. Uh, because many times these spiritually abusive leaders will justify it as they believe their ministry, their church is worth protecting for the sake of the gospel. And if they have to tell a lie to protect it, so be it. 
Mm. Eventually, it will catch up to them. I will say this. It's discouraging to see how many people do this and get away with it for so long. And when you see it, you pray, Lord, how long are you going to let this craziness go on? And sometimes it takes a while for this kind of stuff to be exposed. But I just want to encourage anybody out there who's dealing with this. It will be exposed. And for those who are not living in integrity as a leader, I encourage you, please, don't slide into spiritual abuse. Stay truthful in all of your communications, in the context in which you speak about others, and in the way you communicate. Do you think some leaders make those kind of comments because they're trying to be funny? Maybe, but really it's at the heart so of it. It's so inappropriate. Yeah, it's not funny. It's not funny unless, it's not funny unless you follow right up with, hey, you know, that's an absolute joke. She's always, literally always on time. Yeah. You know, the only way that would be funny is if, I think if you followed it up by saying what an outrageously funny thing it is. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Or maybe I, it's just never appropriate. I just don't. I, I just never appropriate. I don't think that things like that are funny. And I think Me that either. as a leader, we should try to avoid things that make people really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I'm not a person that does no, those kind of things to don't. be funny. In no. fact, it kind of is very, very irritating to me. But I'm just thinking about the kind of people who do. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes people do things like that innocently just to try to be funny. Yeah. But if they only realized, this is not funny. No, no. You know, we were talking about a similar topic last week, and and I mentioned to you that a certain leader gave me um, a really, it was a kind nickname. It was a funny nickname. It wasn't a, in any way, shape, or form um, contradictory or um, uh, condescending to me, but it was condescending to someone else because mm -hmm. they were comparing she and I and they mm -hmm. said something along the lines of, well, at least you're amazing. Mm -hmm. And you asked me why I didn't want her to call me that. And I said, well, because she's only giving me a compliment at the expense of someone else and it just feels awful and I yeah. don't like that. Right. And I, I wonder how many leaders do things like that and don't even realize True. that they're doing it. I agree. And it causes distrust. I agree. So what's the second thing? Earn respect and remember that it goes both ways. Spiritually abusive leaders demand respect of everyone, but they give very little of it. Yes. And we need to remember that every person entrusted to us is a precious gift from God. We are responsible for the people that are entrusted to us for a season. We're right. supposed to be good stewards of those people. This means loving, respecting, and helping them in any way possible. We're not superior to them just because we have a title. Abusive leaders lord over people. They demand respect and commitment and loyalty, but they, they don't give it back the other way. 1 Peter 5, 2 and 3 says, Be shepherds of God's flock that is among you, watching over them, not out of compulsion, but because it's God's will, not out of greed, but out of eagerness, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Emerson once said, Men are respectable only as they respect. So we have to remember to have respect for others and all we do as a leader, never demean or dismiss another person, never threaten. Some leaders don't realize that they are that they threaten or that they bully. bully. They right. say things like, you know, if you leave here, you won't be blessed right. by God. Mm. 
Mm-mm. And it's unconscionable for a leader, and especially a Christian leader, to do these things. But yet, you know, we hear about it far too often. Oh, my goodness. You're going to leave the umbrella of my authority, and you're not going to be blessed anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So what's the next thing? Stay open and accountable and welcome questions. One of the key things to watch out for when you're wondering whether someone you're dealing with is spiritually abusive is are they approachable and do they welcome questions? Do they feel they're above questioning? A lack of accountability, true accountability is a major red flag. Anyone who is above questioning is questionable. Absolutely. And as leaders, we need to take responsibility for our decisions. When things go wrong, we need to admit it and be accountable to, to others to admit that wrong. When things go right, we need to be sure to give people the proper credit. Staying open means welcoming questions, inviting people to share their thoughts and ideas, and not leaving your team with a feeling that they're, be, they're in the dark. Just what you said right there, the communication opens such mm. a trust factor between you and your team. Yes. And um, it happens all the time. I mean, we talk about situations where the leader demands something of the volunteers that he or she is not willing to give at all. And they're the person that's paid. They're the person that has the job title. They're the person that has a responsibility. The other people are volunteers. We have to be very careful with that because that's not okay. We are being abusive as a leader. Mm -hmm. So what's the next thing? Remember, you don't own anyone. A leader doesn't own staff members, they don't own volunteers, they don't own members. We're stewards of people, we're stewards of ministries, churches, and organizations. We're just taking care of the people or the organization for a while. Right. And becoming possessive of people or ministries or organizations is a dangerous thing and we need to guard against it. Some people will be with you a short time, other people may be with you a long time. In either case, you are entrusted with them for a season. And God holds you accountable to treat them right and to guide them for their highest good and for the organization's highest good. That's a hard thing mm-hmm. for many leaders to understand that mm-hmm. they don't own their volunteers. That's right. They don't own their team members. Right. Um, God does bring people in and take people out. And, mm-hmm. and it, you know, we're so um, interconnected with our team yeah. that when they leave, it's sad. It's hard. Yeah, we miss it them. Is. But that doesn't mean that we would ever put them in a position where they would feel like they would have to choose. Mm-hmm. Or, that, or that we would say that we didn't want them to prosper. Right. Because God has a goal for them too. So what's, what's the fifth thing? Remember that gentleness is a fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. And spiritual leaders should never bully, coerce, manipulate, or try to control the people they lead. It's mind-boggling to me that we should have to remind spiritual leaders of this. But we run into things like this all the time where we see what a necessity it is. Dwight Eisenhower once said, you do not lead by hitting people over the head. That's assault, not leadership. (laughs) And it's astounding how many leaders verbally hit people over the head. Yes, ma'am. Executive leadership coach Lolly Daskal says, people will meet you and mirror you. If you're open, they will be open. If you're closed, they will be closed. If you're vulnerable, they will be vulnerable. The key to leadership is to lead with love. Leading with love means knowing and caring about what inspires and empowers people. It's about caring enough to know what's important to them and helping them succeed. Leading with love is the key to leadership success. To lead effectively, you must love the people you're leading. Wow. That's a great place to end for today. Please remember that the conversation never ends. We would love to hear your feedback 
on the five ways to avoid being a spiritually abusive leader, you can always send us that feedback at the email address that's solely for the podcast at slp at penflorida.org. And we would love to hear what you have to say. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you feel like it is valuable, if you would recommend it to your friends, we would love that. And as always, stay strong. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Stronger Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to go to pfwomen.com. That's pfwomen.com for more information about upcoming events and notes of this program. And remember, stay strong.